High performers don't just get better results. They get drastically different results and they get them because they do things differently. Hey leader, David Burkus here, organizational psychologist, author of four best-selling books on helping leaders and teams do their best work ever, including helping high performers do their best work and helping mediocre or normal performers turn into high performers. I mean, that's the goal, isn't it? That, that's the goal for organizations to attract and retain more high performers. That's the goal for individuals to get more out of life by becoming high performers. But there's a big question about what exactly makes for a high performer. At first glance, it can look like high performers are just better. They have more knowledge, skills, and abilities. They're more talented. But when you look below the surface, you find that they do things totally differently than normal performers or from underperformers. And in this episode, we're going to look at the four things that high performers do differently. The first thing that high performers do differently is they focus on getting better. And what I mean here is that they are not focused on winning or losing. They know that winning is great. Yes, they're definitely goal oriented, but they also know that losing isn't final. They know that failure is feedback. And when they lose, there are lessons to be drawn from that can help them get better. We see this in the research as well. Research from Heidi Grant and Carol Dweck shows that people who approach contests, whether that's tests, whether that's athletic endeavors, whether that's any type of achievement, people who approach contests with a performance prove mindset, as in a the goal of this contest is to show how good I am. People who approach that contest with a performance proof mindset underperform compared to people who approach that same contest with a performance improve mindset, what Heidi actually calls the difference between be good and get better. They know that that contest is about getting them the feedback they need to get better. And those people drastically outperform the people who are out there just to prove themselves. I think about high performers who focus on getting better. And I think about the multi-time Paralympic athlete, Jessica Long. Jessica Long is a Paralympic swimmer with over two dozen medals as part of her decades long career. And one of the things that she'll tell you, she is one of the most focused people on constantly getting better, learning the lessons from different competitions and the Olympic games, turning it into not just how to get faster, but elbow placement in the water, breathing technique, little micro improvements that add up to more and more gold medals. The next thing that high performers do differently is they play to their strengths. They know their best chance of achieving high performance is not by focusing on improving the things that they are already terrible at or the things that bore them to tears, but the things that they're already good at and the things that they enjoy doing have the biggest opportunity for improvement. And so they're laser focused in on improving their strengths. We see this in research from organizations like Gallup, for example, people who play to their strengths every single day are three times more likely to have an enjoyable life, that's fantastic, but also six times more likely to be engaged at their work, dramatically more productive at work, and much more likely to stick around the work that they're doing as well, all because they play to their strengths. By way of an example, and this might seem a little weird, the other day I was listening to an interview with the YouTuber Mr. Beast. Now you might know Mr. Beast because your kids watch him or, or admit it, maybe you watch him count to a thousand or get buried alive for 10 days or recreate the entirety of Squid Game all within a sound studio in North Carolina. 
MrBeast is one of the fastest growing and already one of the largest subscribed YouTubers out there. And in this 90-minute interview, the journalist asked him a bunch of different questions about whether or not he would start a podcast or start this other channel, what have you, and his answer was the same every single time. For 90 minutes, he would just keep saying, I just wanna make the best videos possible. I'm just focused on being the best YouTuber. I just wanna make the best videos possible. Laser focused in on his strengths, which is making engaging videos, and trusting that other people in the more than two dozen people that he employs can focus on all the other details. His focus, playing to his strengths, trying to be the best YouTuber possible. The next thing that high performers do differently is they track their progress. They know how far they have to go to achieve a goal, but they also know how far they've come, and that keeps them motivated and keeps them committed. We know that progress is a powerful human motivator thanks to research by people like Teresa Immobile at Harvard Business School, who found that people's day-to-day -day experience of work, when it contained a sense of progress, a sense of moving forward in their job, on their task, or being part of an organization that was progressing had a dramatic effect on how productive those individuals were and how engaged they stayed at the job. The most potent human motivator. It's not money, it's progress. It's the feeling that I'm making progress, the feeling that I have already come this far, and the knowledge of exactly how far I have to go to hit the goal. When you track progress, you make it much more likely that you'll hit that goal, and much more likely you'll hit goals that are much higher than everyday performers. When we think about how high performers track progress, I think of the stand-up comedian Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld is famous for telling people he has a great technique for being a great comedian, which is to get a giant calendar and every single day, write jokes. And after you write jokes for the day, put a big, thick X on that day on the calendar. Now, the first day, you'll just have an X on a simple calendar. But a week later, you'll have seven, then 14, then 30. And you'll have this long chain that it becomes harder and harder to break. It makes it more likely, by looking at how much progress you've already made, that you keep going. The Jerry Seinfeld technique doesn't just work for writing jokes, it can work for any element of performance. Track your progress and know how far you've come and how far you have to go and you'd be much more likely to stay on that path. And the last thing that high performers do differently is they know who they're working for, not why they're working. Purpose in a job is important. Purpose and meaning can make the difference between somebody who's engaged in the task or not. But what we find is that high performers are exceptionally focused on who, who benefits from the work that they're doing? Who do they serve by doing that work? That may be the people they entertain, like Jerry Seinfeld or Mr. Beast. That may be the kids that they inspire, like Jessica Long in the Paralympics. And we know from research from Adam Grant and Justin Berg that pro-social motivation, the motivation to help others, the ability to keep who is served by the work that we do at the center of what you do is the difference between highly engaged, highly motivated, and highly productive people and people who are motivated by extrinsic factors. All other things being equal, intrinsic motivation driven by that who is a much stronger predictor of high performance than any extrinsic motivator that you can think of. I think about how high performers focus on the who, and I think about the entire career of Sally Kralchek. Now, you may not know who Sally Kralchek is, but Sally was a longtime Wall Street analyst, eventually senior leader and CEO who was focused on the customers that they serve. So much so that 20 years into her career, she walked away from the big Wall Street banks because she found that this new trend towards robo-advisors automatically adjusting portfolios that adjust based on an algorithm, this whole trend of robo-advisors skewed male, and nobody was paying attention to an entire class of investors that were female. 
robo-advisors assumed a male risk tolerance, male life expectancy, male salaries, et cetera. And Sally became so focused on serving that underserved who of female investors that she started a company, Elevest, to compete directly with the robo-advisors you might be familiar with. And Elevest still has less assets under management than the others, but Elevest has a much lower cost per customer acquisition, is growing much faster, and is attracting much more talented people because it puts that who at the center. It's not just Sally who is motivated into high performance by the who. It's the entire company of Elevest. Now the bad news right off the top was that high performers do things differently than standard performers or lower performers. But the good news is that you can begin to learn these skills on your own. Whether you're in a leadership role or whether you're an individual contributor, you can focus on your strengths much more. You can focus on getting better instead of just using projects as a means to prove your existing competence. You can track your progress regularly and you can keep yourself motivated by focusing on the who. And when you do that, when you do things a little bit differently than everybody else, you're gonna get some stares until your performance begins to compound and until you begin to do your best work ever. And when you do that, people are gonna notice that you don't just do things differently, you do them dramatically better than everybody else. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, leave a rating and review because it helps share these messages with many, many more people. And if you really liked it and you wanna go deeper, then check out the amazing resources we have for you at davidberkuscom slash resources. Guaranteed there's something in there that'll help you or your team do your best work ever.